Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened beings worldwide. I'm Mari, and I am really excited. Happy Tuesday. Today is a big day for us. We have an amazing guest on, and I'll get to her in a minute. Uh, But we also have a blue moon, and today is actually the day of the full moon. So, you know, I always do this little... AHA energy check at the top of the show. I love full moons because this is when we have the most moonlight, the most energy supporting us um, from from that lunar system, and it is an amazing time to amplify and to pull in all of our intentions, and you'll get to enjoy this energy for a couple of days. Um, We always do about about a three-day period to really enjoy and maximize the energy. So if you are looking to set some last-minute intentions for fall, today is a wonderful day to do that. And when I say set intentions, it can be something as simple as just closing your eyes and saying, hey, bring it on, bring me abundance, and I'm grateful for whatever you have in store for me to all of the little uh, nitty-gritty details of what you desire. Either way, uh, today is a good day for the asking and um, and for, for gratitude. Gratitude never hurts. It always is the uh, accelerator of actualization of what we're trying to manifest. So today is a really, really auspicious day, and I'm very excited about that. And uh, our guest today is is someone special because, uh, well, she's extremely talented psychic medium. She's internationally renowned, and I'm excited to have her. She's from California, and her name is Marilyn Aloria, and she's not only beautiful, you can see from her picture, but I've had a reading with her myself, and she is extremely talented um, psychic medium. She's got a tremendous amount of compassion and an extraordinary amount of skill. And uh, I happen to, to be a medium myself, so I know what I'm listening to and looking at. And uh, and I love to have colleagues on, and we're going to have a good time because we're going to be taking your calls tonight and talking all about connecting with our loved ones in spirit, but also what about ourselves, you know, how we can sort of accelerate our own personal growth by even by just getting even comfortable with what's happening over um, on the other side and what happens, you know, what actually is going on when we cross over. So we're going to talk about that that topic tonight and whatever else comes up. And we'll, we'll be taking your calls, like I said. Marilyn will be doing some readings tonight. Uh, and you know the number, but I'm going to, to all of those of you who are new to the show, um, and there's so many of you on, so thanks for, for listening. The boards are all filled up. 
but you can call in, and, and I pick the calls uh, randomly as the energy um, pulls us. So the number to call in, if you'd like to get a reading with Malin tonight, is 347 215 It's 347-215-9485. So once we do some housekeeping and we start to chat with Marilyn, we'll start taking your calls. Um, you know, pretty much in the front part of the show today because there's so many of you here and I want you to get as much juicy time with Marilyn as possible. Um, but, you know, I always start every show with a little bit of housekeeping. I'm going to just cover that, and then I'm going to introduce Meryl and let her actually get a word in and say hi. Uh, today, like I said, we have our blue moon. This this is the end of the summer, okay? So this is where you should be revving up and starting to really, you know, it, it, it's revving up in your head, but maybe taking the last few days with a little bit of rest because once you get on the other side of Labor Day, and for some of you, kids have already started back in school. We're seeing all the pictures all over Facebook, right? But um, some of you, and my friend's son went off to college the other day, so that was a big to-do. Uh, so I know a lot of the schools, especially in the warmer parts of the country, are already back in school. So we're getting ready. We're getting ready. But if you are, you know, not with kids in school and you're, still kind of basking those last days of summer, it's a really great time to just rest. Don't try to push. I'm having to hold myself back. I'm like a racehorse in the gate, you know, <laughs> like ready to, to charge down and uh, and get things going. But it's not quite the time yet. Not Just, quite, just give yourself a, another week or two, and then you're going to get that real surge. So if you're feeling a little bit like your feet are stuck in the mud a little bit or things seem to be going like some sort of crescendo and then they sort of stop, it's not because they're really stopping. It's because things are configuring and sort of transferring from that that energetic uh, version of what you desire into the physical. So give it a little time to sort of create that physical representation in your world, and you'll see uh, right after we get through Labor Day. And it's just this, and then we get into the fall harvest season. This is your time to receive, okay? So this is why I'm really excited um, about tonight's show because we're going to talk about that and a lot of times one of the reasons why we block receiving is because we're dealing with with grief or we're dealing with some some blocks that we may not even recognize we have and sometimes that grief doesn't have to necessarily be fresh it can be something that's lingering you know from the past we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight as well uh just three quick announcements and then let's get Marilyn on we have Karen Abrams starting her course with us at her uh, Divine Abundance Course, which is one of our fall master classes, is going to be three weeks. And we'll start the second week in September, and we're registering for that. We have three more days of early registration. We have a couple spots left for the first 20 people. Um, if you'd like to register for her class, you can listen to the free podcast from last week. Just go in the archives of the show. And um, she's amazing. She's a master theta healer. She has a, a heart of gold. She's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant healer. And she has her class starting um, in a couple of weeks. She's been on our telesummit. You can look at our podcast and hear us sometimes. Um, the, the site to go to to register for that class and grab one of those last spots is ahamomentsinc.com forward slash abundance. Okay, ahamomentsinc.com forward slash abundance. And you want to uh, get in there and get registered before the 23rd because then the price is going to get a regular uh, for the regular price for the remainder of the registration period before class starts, which I think it starts September. It's going to be three Wednesdays. So the second Wednesday in September um, is is when it will start. 
Rudy Hunter is also coming back for a master class in the fall. He'll be doing actually an advanced class. As he took his class um, before his Power Boost class, uh, you're, we're going to be starting to register his advanced class uh, starting probably next week. And we'll be announcing that. So if you're on our list, you'll hear about that. Um, I'll be announcing it on the show as well next week, but I just wanted to give you the heads up. If you didn't take his class over the summer, we did a, a wonderful Power Boost class this, this summer. Uh, that will be a prerequisite to take his advanced stuff. You don't want to miss that. But that class, the prerequisite class, is now on audio. So we have an audio product. You can get the entire class if you go to ahamomentsinc.com forward slash power boost. Okay, power boost. And that will be all about Rudy and that class. You can get that class. And then if, you're, if you've already signed up for it, if you are involved in that class, you'll automatically get the, the invitation to the, the advanced class, which will be starting uh, next month as well. Those will be three Mondays in, in uh, September as well. And then right after we finish that, we go into our next telesummit. Can you imagine it? I, I'm going to be so busy between now and Christmas, so I have to enjoy this last few days uh, off. Okay, I think that's it for housekeeping. If anything comes up, I will let you know later on in the show. I'd like to just say hello to Ms. Marilyn. Hi, Marilyn. Are you there? Hi, Mari. I'm here. How are you, Welcome. honey? Thank you. So, thank you. It's so I love being here, and I just love your introduction. And I, I don't know Moody, but I do know Karen Abrams, and I love her and adore her, and she is everything that you said. So, you anybody who's listening, I'm just you know doing a little rah-rah moment here for her as well. <laughs> oh, and she's so easy to love, right? She's amazing. Oh, yeah. And so are you, you know, great people. You. you know, water seeks its own level. So we, everybody on this call, everybody listening to this show, and, you know, all of the guests on the show are here for the right reasons. We're here because there's a heart energy, and there's a desire to just live life more joyfully and to feel a sense of connection and a sense of camaraderie and that's what we love here about the AHA community. It's not just a show, it's a whole community. So I'd like to welcome you to our AHA family, our community, and um, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with you tonight. Uh, I, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, mediumship in general because let's just set the tone, set, set, the, yeah. <laughs> set the record straight about mediumship because I know you're due beyond the mediumship as, as, as you are. Um, I know my fiance passed away many years ago, probably, I don't know, 18, I guess it's eight, 17, 18 years ago. And I went for a year after he passed away just in search of, you know, the medium who was going to give me that connection. And he wouldn't talk to anybody because he said, oh, you can do this yourself. And he was actually a catalyst to my awakening too the work that I'm doing now. And so he's always been a, a kind of a spirit guide for me as we've gone through. And the, the, having the capacity to be a medium has really helped me to uh, not so much hold on to that relationship because I don't have that 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 attachment, but that communication and to, to have that sense of uh, just that transitional sense of having that type of energetic relationship um, going forward has been really Wonderful, and not every person who, of course, crosses over is that supposed to be in that kind of capacity. But I know this type of work has been so helpful to me. What you know, the type of thing that you do, and I'd like to know if you could talk to everyone about how you got started. I'd like to start there, and then maybe a little bit about mediumship in general and what you find um, 
how you feel it helps people come with your mission, that type of thing. Is that a lot of questions at one time? It probably is. No, it's actually <laughs> perfect because I'm glad that you brought that up because when, in the introduction when we talked about spirit communication, I wanted to talk about mediumship because I'm, I'm a different kind of medium in, in mm-hmm. how I work, and I really do feel – I love that story. I mean, I'm sorry that you lost your fiancé, but I love the story that – you were able to discover your own path with that and communicate with him. And what I always feel a lot of people need to know is that they have the capacity themselves. I teach people how to get in touch with their guides, how to get in touch with, um, you know, spirits that have maybe crossed over themselves. This way they can realize that they have their own instrument in order to have that communication going on so they can get the answers themselves, which mm-hmm. I know that you're a firm believer in, Mari, because the first time Mari Absolutely. and I ever spoke, it was like, we were coming home. It was like two souls. Okay. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll give you a quick thing about uh, how I started, how it happened for me, because it is actually a story. But And then I would love to talk a little bit more about that, because really it is about your audience. It's about everybody discovering what their, is their truth in their heart, their joy. And it's interesting you talked about moon energy, too, which is something I used to be called Moon Ridge Spirit. It used to be my um, company name, so I'm big with the moon. I didn't really, I, I had my first psychic experience when I was five years old. It runs in my family. My, I found out later on, because I knew my father's mother, but I wasn't very close to her. Um, I found out later on that my father's mother had it. My mother's aunt has it. I feel my mother has it, too, though my brothers would argue that point. Um, and it, I had strange things happen to me as a kid where, like, Easter Sunday is the biggest story I tell. It's my first memory. My parents told me to go into the bedroom and hide well, they hid my gifts, and I saw exactly where they hid my gifts and exactly what they were giving me. So when they told me to come out of the bedroom, I went right to the curtain and got my doll, and I went right under the TV and got my basket, and they told me I cheated. And I was five years wow. old at Easter Sunday, and I'm Catholic. So there's no way I'm oh, cheating. Boy. But I saw everything so clearly in my mind's eye. And I didn't know what it was. I was in a traumatic childhood. I was around a lot of craziness that all those kinds of things that happened from that moment forward, I was able to just push aside or um, actually did think I was going crazy, which I think, did you have that experience at all? Because I know that you talk to spirits. I, for me, it was very unnerving at times. Um, I, You know what? I didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't, it was like almost like that, almost like a knowing, but I also didn't have it very young. I, I kind of ignored all of that when I was young, and then once I got older, and I was going for it, the first person I was really trying to talk to was somebody I knew, you know? Right. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard I've heard that. I know James Lomprog was on the show. He had that same exact type of thing happening for himself, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was, an, it was pretty interesting. And then later on, like, I knew I was psychic, and I was, like, working with it, but I was also in therapy because I have post-traumatic stress syndrome, and I was doing everything I could to just work on myself. And in my early 20s, I started hearing voices outside my ear. And I just, I was at my boyfriend at the time, I was living with my boyfriend at the time, and I said, you know, I think the angels are trying to talk to me. But I couldn't understand a word they were saying. They just kept hearing this whispering. And then I started hearing my name called, and I'd turn around and nobody would be there. And it just started accelerating from there. And then when Columbine happened, the kids that did the killings were at the end of my bed. And they were, and I didn't understand. I was like, why are they in my room? And is this just a psychological thing happening? Like, I didn't know I was seeing spirits. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened, and I was in Manhattan, living in Manhattan, and the pilots were at the end of my bed, and I couldn't, I did not know what was going on. And then right after that, actually before that and after that, I started getting locked in rooms. 
so doorknobs would just fall off or wow. uh, would just, yeah, crazy. And I moved to California and like my building manager was like, what's with you and all the doors? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, it, but like I had to put a screwdriver in every room. I was screaming out my bathroom and to get my neighbors to help me once. And then I walked into a door and got seven stitches in my head. And I knew, as you would know, Mari, being, like, open to this stuff, I'm like, something's up with the doors. So I went to see a psychic, and she said, the dead are trying to reach you. You need to see Mm -hmm. a medium. And -hmm. I went to see a medium, and the minute she walked in the room, she knew nothing about me. She said, you're a medium. And that was it. Then they all, they were in my car. They were in my house constantly. They were on the streets. And I was petrified. Like, I was Mm -hmm. really scared. But I learned how to work with it. I shut it down, learned how to work with it, and... Um, in my work with it, it's been the most phenomenal thing. Um, a, a medium said to me, learn how to work with your gifts. It'll move your life along, which is why I teach this, mm-hmm. because I believe everybody's gifted, and I believe we all need to wake up to our gifts, and it just helps inform our lives and our choices and decisions. So that's my story. I didn't want to be a reader at all. And I know. Neither did I. <laughs> oh, goodness. Don't you fight it's it to the nail? the head. <laughs> oh, I, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because I think um, a lot of people see this as parlor tricks, and I want to make it very clear. First of all, I don't have anyone on this show who's not the real deal. I am solicited by, I can tell you, at least 25 to 30 new speakers, practitioners, psychics, mediums a month um, to be on other shows, tele-summits and everything else. And I don't, I can tell just from emails that the person is worth talking to and then once I do talk to them, you know. And so I just want to just say that I would never ask you to do anything that you haven't done yourself and I don't have anyone on the show that I haven't experienced myself personally. That's just my personal motto because in this business, you know, there are a lot of people who would like to be something more than than what they are. And I know you're the the real deal, so I have no problems with, uh, you know, endorsing you from my own personal perspective to you know, of what of what I know. Um, Very what I, I did want to say is that this is not parlor tricks. This is an actual connection. And I wanted to see what your take is on um, what, when we say the other side, when we say, what? you know, talking to people, a lot of people think we see them in like 3D, like they're right there. And it's funny that you said the Columbine kids, I had John F. Kennedy Jr. come to me. I was working in New York City, and this is like kind of before I had discovered my own, uh, you know, gifts per se. I, well, maybe I was doing some. I can't remember the, the timing exactly, but I remember feeling his energy after he had died in the crash. And he told me a bunch of stuff, and then it came out of the news a little bit later because they were all confused about what had happened. And I was like, dumbfounded that, you know, and he kept saying, can you go to my family? I'm like, are you kidding? Right. <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm just going to dial up the Kennedys and say your son's I, I, talking oh, to yeah, me from the other yeah. side. He wants, he wants to give you a message. The same thing with Michael Jackson. I was like, I'm not going to Janet. It's not happening. Forget it. I'm so sorry. You know, <laughs> you know, give him a little time, buddy, you know. So I know this might, to some listeners, might sound a little crazy, but, um, but it's not. You know, these folks, one of the hardest things that I've always heard, and you let me know, Marilyn, let me know if you agree, is for the folks on the other side, the hardest thing for them is to get you to believe that they're there to communicate with you, you know? That's true. Um, and that, and, they, and they, they want to reach out, 
You know, they want to reach out. What is your point of view on what the other side, I'm putting that in air quotes, actually is and how this all looks um, yeah, that's from a good your question. point of view? Well, there's a couple of things I want to say right away. Like, as you knew, Mari, with your reading, it's it's not – I don't have any control over whether your fiancé comes through or your father comes through. If they don't come through, they don't come through. Right. Exactly. So, you know, in a reading with me, I either am talking to my guides who are speaking to your guides or I'm talking to spirits, and um, that if, they will choose to come through. So – that's one thing we have to, like, establish right here. And some mediums believe that if you're not talking to the spirits, then you're not doing mediumship. I don't come from that belief system. I come from a belief system that as long as I'm not taking it from you psychically and I'm taking it from my guides, everything is mediumship. With that said, I always loosely, and I'm glad you said in quotes, I always loosely say what I believe goes on on the other side because I'm a medium that never wants to cap myself out, which I know you're the same way, and I'm constantly learning. And I always tell people, this is what I believe today. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know if I'm, I may not know until I'm dead, and I don't even know if I'm going to know then. So this is what I know today. So for me, when they go on the other side, I don't necessarily, I don't believe in, um, I won't even say the word hell, but I'll say it. I don't believe in that stuff. But I do believe that they still work through stuff on the other side. They don't work the way we understand it, where we're going through things on such a physically emotional place. They have help. They have assistance. They're not working through the minutia of the earth plane. But they are continuing to work on their souls. And the way I feel with my spirits, my spirits don't come bounding in the room going, I love you. If they do that in a reading, it's very rare. What I feel like they do is they come in, they have to confirm they're in the room, because like you said, I'm very skeptical, and Mm -hmm. I used to be very skeptical. I'm a lot less skeptical now. Some Mm -hmm. spirits are stronger than others. Some aren't that strong, and some are like, whoosh, it's like every answer. So they have to prove who they are first by telling me how they died and certain things like that, which we won't be able to do in the call because it's a process. And then... um, then they usually give messages to the person about moving forward in their lives. Because in their terms, they're on the other side. They're okay. They're doing what they need to do. You need to move on. You need to heal. That's my feeling. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I think, you know, I've always said, and this is hard to to explain, but that death is for the living in the sense that when people go to cemetery and stuff, it's more for the people who are still here than it is for the person totally. on the site because they're completely free. You know, all the flowers yeah. and the Christmas trees and all the stuff at the cemetery and the wreaths and all the that's for us. That's not for them. You know, it's an honoring for sure, but you can honor them by saying, hey, you know, when you're eating breakfast in the morning, it doesn't have to be the pomp and circumstance. If the pomp and circumstance feels good to you and, with you know, it's making you feel comforted then all by all means i'm not saying it's any there's no wrongness in any of this but i agree with you i think that you know i i do think that it's it's a lot of it is for us and they go into an energetic space of freedom they're just releasing that vessel the physical vessel so they go into a space of spaciousness and freedom you know and a lot of times they want to come and say hey you know what <laughs> it's much better than you think not that you're supposed to cross over with them, but your life is much better than you might think, and they want to provide you with, you know, support. So I think it is a lot for more for us a lot of times than it is for them. Um, yeah. But let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think about, uh, and, and there's, a, there's, there's some, some folks who always just say to me, well, when you want to talk 
to your fiance, and you talk to Carrie, don't, aren't you holding him back? Aren't you keeping him from, you know, getting on with things? You know, what do you think about that? Do you think that connecting, at what point is too much? Um, that's a really good question, and I have I don't feel like you're holding your fiance back by doing that. I feel like you're holding you're holding yourself back if you're mourning it. But if you're using yeah. the spirit on the other side to communicate and just help you with things, they're happy to do that. Yeah, that's the yeah. way I feel about it. You know, sometimes yeah. spirits will come in and be like, okay, like I read one guy and his wife didn't come through. He'd been to a lot of mediums. And then through the messages, it, it was very clear to me, and he had hap- and, and, and this was correct, he confirmed it. He was supposed to communicate with him herself, and he was also supposed to release the way he knew her. He was supposed to establish a new relationship with her in the energetic world, not in a love terms, but just in letting her support him and the family from her new place. Mm-hmm. And by going to all these mediums and just constantly communicating with her, it was keeping her in that old relationship place. Right. Right. So it sounded like you agreed with me. Did you agree with what I said? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I do. And I think that they can be partners with us. And a lot of times our relationships, especially, like, you know, when we when we deal with someone who's, who crosses over too young, what we perceive as too young. Yeah. A lot of times, like my fiance, when he passed away, he was 26. You know, he was young. And so when, when that, that's an untimely situation, you know. And so we ask why this tragedy, this tragedy. But, you know, a lot of times that person is very old soul, been here a lot of times, knew this was going to be a short lifetime, and they came so that they could help you to ask questions that are catalysts right. to facilitate change for you. And, and, and yeah, so so you're in agreement with that. I mean, do you find that to be true as well? I do, I do. But I find that um, if a mother has lost her child, I won't read yes. mothers anymore who've lost their children for over a year, because mm. it's just. First of all, I'm not a mother, right? And I just find some mediums do it, and they do it so well, and God bless them. But it's not for me because the mourning that goes with that is traumatic. And I did have one mother in front of me. She lost her child like three months before, and it was the moment of time that I chose. I didn't know that's why she was coming to me because I don't know anything. And I said to her, I'm not going to read you, but we're going to sit here for half an hour, and I'm going to give you your money back, and we're just going to talk, and I'm going to see what comes through for you. And it was actually extremely healing for both of us, and her son came through at the very end, and he did give me information for her. But I just felt like for me as a person, it's not a place that I'm willing to go as a medium right at this moment um, because I don't feel that I can it's, – it's the stakes feel way too high for me to even want to take on right now. I'm being honest. That's, that's a, mm-hmm. I have to set boundaries up in my business that are safe for me and safe for the people right. that come to see me. Right, right. You know, and that's the way I feel, so – Awesome. Well, but you, are you, you were going to say something about too young. Yeah, no, I feel like your fiancé, he facilitated a lot of change for you and probably a lot of people in his life. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and I'm just using that, like, as an as an example just because I can relate to, to folks. Um, but, yeah, I just... I just I think it's important to just set this up so that as we start to take your, everyone's questions that, you know, people are kind of understanding the, the, some of the points of view that we're coming from here. Um, do you feel like uh, you're ready to start in with some, some callers? Or yeah, there was something I wanted to say that you said, but I'm sure it'll come through through the callers. There'll be little teachings uh-huh. of each thing. 
Yeah. But yes, no, I'm definitely ready to take some calls. So, um, yeah, bring them on. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me just, I always set this up. When we have a, a reader, on, you know, a medium or um, an expert on who's going to do calls, what I'd ask the audience is that um, we have a tremendous amount of people on the lines tonight for these, for this this particular show. So we would like to get to as many of you as possible. And so I'd ask if you would just keep your question to one question and to, and to essentially, I'm sure Marilyn, if she's perceiving someone other than the person you might be inquiring about, she'll you know, let you know and, and it, it'll flow. But I just want to ask if you could just keep it succinct to the best of your ability. Um, that would be helpful uh, to us just so that we can get in as many people as, as possible. Um, okay. And I just so, want to add to that real yeah. quickly. If it's not a spirit communication but they want information about their life, please, by all means, ask that question. Because okay, in this short amount of time, it's not like spirits will jump in that quickly. So I just okay. see that happens, and sometimes it yes. doesn't. Yes. No, we, that, that has happened to other mediums on the show. Mediumship is an interesting thing because it's about now bringing in somebody on the other side who may or may not want to come, who might be very busy right now. So, right. Um, okay, so why don't we get started. Gina, are you ready? Um, I know she's been screening people on the screen. Now. Let me just check and see if she's ready to get started. I think she is. Okay. Um, we are going to start with Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. There we go. Amy, are you there? Hello. Hi, Hi Amy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We're good. We're good. Welcome. What's your question? Um, my question is, um, I have a job question. Um, do you see me changing where I'm working at now? Yeah, you know what's interesting, Amy? Around you right away, I pick up a lot of mother energy, a lot of nurturing uh, female energy around you. And um, But your mother's not passed, correct? Correct. Yeah. So what I feel like that is, because when you got on, I get information right away when the person just says hello, and I can't breathe with you, so you're not trusting where you are right now in your life, which is a big signal for me. But I get a lot of healing energy around you. I'm sure there's a lot of healing people on this call, and I do get a lot of healers that I attract in my readings. But I keep seeing you um, facilitating something with some, like some kind of change, some kind of helping them. They keep showing me a nurse's uniform. So wherever you, if you're in an office job right now, there definitely has to you have to get out of that type of situation because it's too much of a boxed-in situation. Are you in an office job right now? Yes. So, and it feels to me like you really have to look at the things that you like to do. Um, one of the classes I teach is about uh, learning what your joy is and just going out and not worrying about making money from it right away, but just making sure that you're going to classes or you're just starting to look at things to change in. Because a lot of your, you have a lot of heart energy to me, which is empathic ability, picking up people's energies and emotions. And they're kind of writing something in your heart, and they almost want you to rewrite what you feel your life needs to look like, like a, a little code right now. And there's a thing that I do, and I'm going to try to speak really fast so other people can get in. It's called, it's a good thing it's recorded, it's called A Day in the Life. And I'd like you to write A Day in the Life a year from now, and also, um, and really write, like 20% of it is true, 80% of it isn't true, where you really write down, going from morning through night, what your day looks like. I want your dream day in there. Because I just really feel like your communication is good, you, um, you're good with people, but I feel like you're stuck in a dead-end place. I'm sorry I'm being honest. 
and you need to get out of it. But I see something where you're like, I see you leaning over kids or leaning over someone. Have you ever wanted to work with kids or in a healing capacity? Um, yes. I. And while right now, too, I work in a place where there's disabled uh, they're not children. They're not children, but they're adult. They're young adults that have like mental issues um, right now. Okay. But you're are you working with gonna, them one on one? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what I see, and I want to shift it up a tiny bit, and then we're gonna. Um, I want you to back up that because I do keep seeing you leaning over people, but I'd love to see you working possibly with children or kids or maybe not in um, that extreme capa- that capacity that they're in. I'm not going to um, define what it is, but I want you to think about bringing like um, art to them or music to them or a much lighter atmosphere is what I need for you. But there's no mistake that you're in this kind of office situation because there's something appealing about the work that is getting done by the therapist there. And it's not about extra schooling as much as it's about positioning you in a place where you could help other people. Maybe it's a volunteer thing at first, or maybe it's more on the, uh, on the, they keep showing me Doreen Virtue's book, her biography, where she was volunteering, working with people, and then that started her whole career. Um, does that appeal to you at all? Yes. Like, I'm involved with my children's PTA, and I try to help out as much as, as the school as much as possible. Good. Do allow yourself, because I don't want education getting in the way or whatever you think that you have to be certified in, because that's coming up for me. Um, And if it's not, you know, for you, that's fine. I give it to you and you decide. You take what you like and leave the rest, which I forgot to tell people when I do readings. But do please look at opportunities or places that you could really facilitate change in kids or in school or in education or helping disabled children or maybe being a teacher's aide in that kind of capacity. Um, are you worried about certification or education or anything? Yeah, because of me, I, about going back to school because of my children being young. I wouldn't have okay, time with so them. I want you not to box yourself in and think that you have to get a, a, a certain type of uh, credential in order to do this work. I want you to actually believe that there may be an opportunity out there where you could just step into it right now with what you have to offer. Okay. Okay. You're going to change, Amy. It's going to change. But it's not for like another six months or so, so just give it some time, six to eight months they're showing me. But by this time next year, you know, I can't control time. I don't control time, but I just want you to know that. I know we probably have to move on, but thank you so much for being open. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Amy. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. One thing I want to say real quick before we go on is just I want people to know that when I read, I give you the strongest possibilities. And what I meant to say before with Mari was um, what I love in readings, I love the stuff that can get authenticated in the moment so you can open up to the information. I think that's great. But I love even more so, this is what got me out of my skepticism, when clients would come back and say, you said such and such, and and it came true. And I'm like, wow, those spirits really are talking to me. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying, Mari. So I just want people to know when I offer up stuff, you get to choose whether you like it or not, and you get to choose whether you want to run with it or not, but at least just sit with it and allow it to resonate with you and and then make a decision. Don't just shut down to it right away. I want to add one thing to that. 
um, in, in that in that uh, vein is you also have the choice to change it. So I think a lot yes. of people get a little worried that if if someone, especially of your caliber or someone like me, we've done thousands of readings and we're on shows and all this, but, you know, we say, you know, Mari said, Mari said, if people call me from like eight years ago with their cassette tapes saying, and you said, and he did, and oh my God. And so true. You know? <laughs> and so it's like, now can you tell me the next, 10 years of my life, what's going to happen next since you did the last six months, you know, and so what I say is you have the power to change. Once something is in your consciousness, you have the power to shift it just by your thought. So please don't feel like anything that we say is the holy grail. It's a direction and it's one of the most, if all things stayed the same and you did not change a thing, the most likely potential that we're perceiving at this time is X, Y, Z. Okay, so hopefully that will, does that make sense to you, Marilyn? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh, my goodness, completely. It's what I tell people, and I say it's free will. You know, you have free will. And I said some things come in in absolutes that I just don't have any control over. But, you know, that's doing it. Because I can't go to psychics or mediums that say, this is it and that's it, or give me their opinions and judgments. I once had a medium tell me that I like this guy, and she said he was too tall for me because he was 6'3", I'm 5'3". And I'm like, well, that's an opinion. (laughs) So... Um, but yes, no, I agree with that. I know people are wanting to get in, so I don't want to chat with you, though I love chatting with you. Get the next call. <laughs> but I agree. So thank you so much for saying that. No, no worries. Okay, let's get on to someone else. I think I feel this person coming in very strongly. So uh, this is Claire, and she's from Oregon. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hi, I'm I'm okay. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, Hi, Claire. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I lost my mom about about three years ago to Alzheimer's, and it was a very long, slow process and very, very bad at the end. Was she and ill too, I, though, in her chest or in her? Like, I know she must have had a problem communicating with you at the end. I feel like your mother was coming through with the other person. But was there any kind of illness with her as well besides the Alzheimer's that made her pass, anything that was chest-related or thyroid-related or throat-related? Was there anything else, or do you know why she's talking about cancer? Um, no, I don't. Okay. She had, no, I, she had no cancer. Okay. She keeps pointing to her chest and her throat. So she did have difficulty speaking to you at the end. Is that correct? She, she was, actually, she was completely vegetative. Right. But you were holding her hand. You were there with her, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. I just feel like she is coming through, but I don't, and I give everything I get because I've been doing this for too long to people say, sometimes none of it makes sense, so forgive me for that because it is a puzzle. But a lot of times people come back and say, I didn't understand it, and then this happened. But she keeps grabbing her upper chest for me and her throat. And um, I keep hearing illness, but I don't feel like it's about you, so it's not a warning for you, but I just give that to you, and it may make sense after you get to ask your question. But I do know that, um, and this may not be of comfort or may be of comfort, you may be like, eh, that doesn't tell me a lot, but I do feel like even though she was in a vegetative state, she was aware that you were there. Or like in Alzheimer's patients, they leave their body. So sometimes somebody will come through in a reading, and I'm like, is your mother dead? And they're like, no, or passed. I don't usually use the word dead. And... um, 
there'll be no, no, but they have Alzheimer's. And sometimes they leave. So I feel like she was already leaving at that time. Now, what was, I'm so sorry I'm cutting you off, but that's the way I work. When people come to me for readings, I don't let them speak usually. So this is a new kind of, you know, this is you letting you tell me something about yourself, which I normally don't allow in the beginning. But what's your question, Claire? I just, my question was, did she have any, any message for me? Yeah. Um, did you, uh, hold on. Did you write anything for her, or did you ever want to write anything? Because she keeps putting pen to paper. Did you do any kind of writing I, at the end? I wrote her uh, eulogy. Okay, so that was very and, beautiful. And gave it at her okay, so she's just showing me that, and I just want you to know that. But I also feel like, first of all, I feel like she's okay. I feel like you've done did everything you could for her, and I do feel. Do you have a brother? Uh, died in uh, 1994. Okay, because she's just showing me. But is there another sister as well? Yes. Okay. So she's just showing me that, like, I don't feel like, from your mother's sake, like Mari and I said in the beginning, she feels really good to me. She feels like a very light soul. I'm getting chills with this. So I just feel a lot of, um, I've never said this, a very angelic energy with her. So whether she was like that on the earth plane or not, I'm definitely getting that sense about her now where she's at. And I feel like for you, she wants you to just continue to, uh, I feel like your communication or your writing is something that she would like you to explore. And I don't know if you've ever, writing does come through in readings, but she's showing that to me. There's something about you communicating stuff that is very, very profound, she feels. Do you find that when people come to you for advice, you give them really good um, advice? I try. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 that's a hard question because I I try to do the best I can when they ask me questions. I feel like you do better than you best you can, okay? okay? So I want you to stand the power from that. So the thing that I get from your mother is, um, is your dad passed also? Yes. Yeah. I, was I feel like, too. yeah, it's because she's just showing me him. But the thing that I get more than anything, and I want you to con- tell me if this is confirmation, that I just feel like, um, let me understand. Do you have a daughter, sweetie? No children. All right. Were you named after her, or were you named after her mother, or something? Is there a name, uh, a similarity yes, here? I was named after after her mother. Okay, because she's showing me. Uh, I couldn't understand it because she was showing it to me as a young girl, but I didn't understand it. But then that's how I felt like it was, like she was showing me a line of people. Um, I just really feel like for the, I'm not getting any huge message except enveloping you in love for what you did. That's so, good enough for me. That, what? And that's that is, good enough for that you? That is wonderful. That's good enough for me. Okay. I, I just, you, it was so bad at the end. But i got to tell you, for her it wasn't. Good. That's good. I really, I'm honestly telling, look, I really take this work to the, like, I have so much integrity to this work. You don't know me for anything, but it means so much to me because I believe in God. And, I, and, you know, I don't care what other people believe in, but I had a hard time doing this work because I never wanted to hurt another human being when they're coming to me with their pains and their stories. So that's what it feels like to me, and I just feel like she's really kind of pushing you along to do your work. And the way that you took care of her and took care of your dad is like so much how you take care of people, and I want you to start recognizing the gift in that. That there's a gift. Like what Mari said about her fiancé, he facilitated change for her. I feel like it wasn't that, like I felt like she was comfortable, even though it's not a way that we ever want. My mother has Alzheimer's, by the way. You never oh, want to so see a parent know. go through that. Yeah. Luckily right. for me, my mother still knows who I am. Mm. 
but I do understand it. They're very so, and I just feel like for her, you made her extremely comfortable. I am very glad Mm -hmm. to hear that. Truly. Okay, Clara. Thank Thank you so much for being open. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is there an F? Uh, Clara's off. All right. That's why they start talking. I'm getting the name Anna. I don't know if that has anything to do with Claire, but just tell her to pay attention to that. Claire, just pay attention to that name. It may be somebody, and I'm getting my breast. So just pay okay, attention Claire. to that. Oh, I'm getting Hello? Hi. Okay, wait a second. We're losing. That's okay. She okay. just needed to hear that message. She doesn't need to. You know, people can go to my website. People can go on my Facebook page. I'm very interactive there, Marilyn Aloria. And that's okay. I just had to say that because that name came through. So it may be someone she meets or something, but there's going to be just to pay attention to that name. We can move on now because I've already moved on. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So no worries. No worries. So next up we have Joan from New Jersey. I think I know Joan. Joan. Hi. Do I know Joan? I don't think so. Oh, okay, because I have another Joan from New Jersey who's always active. I think, think she's Joni, active on my I'm, Facebook page. Hi, hi, Joan. I know somebody else who's a Joan, too. <laughs> uh, hi. Um, I had a question. Um, I, some things have been happening that have been kind of weird. and. Can I say something first? In my life? Sure. Have you ever wanted, do you read tarot? Have you ever wanted to read tarot cards? Um, I can. I'm not, I don't know if I'm, well, I'm okay at it, but I have to, you know, practice on it. Maybe practice at it a bit or get a deck that's very user-friendly. I don't know how, um, like Doreen Virtue's Angel Card uh, Tarot deck, it's the tarot mm-hmm. deck, it's very user-friendly. Because I keep seeing them spread them out in front of you, because I feel oh. like, I, I don't talk about past lives a lot, but I feel like there's oracle energy in you. And I just mm-hmm. feel like there, it, it's going to help you with the direction of things being out of balance, being able to pull oh. a card when you go to bed at night. And also they're asking you, I don't know if you believe in the angels, but they're talking about Archangel Michael. Do you believe in angels? Yes, yes I do. And do you have a, yeah, any cops um, in your family? Are there any police in your family? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're from Jersey. I'm from Brooklyn. We're full of cops. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I have a, an uncle and I, had a cousin, I have a cousin's husband. Okay. All right. And um, okay, they just keep talking to me. So just give me your question because they're just going to keep throwing out information. Go ahead. Um, no, because I I've had some weird things, and in fact, my dog, my not my dog, my cat has been ill, and just a lot of things have been happening. And when I when I in my philosophy is that if things are smooth, then you know like you're in the right direction. If things kind of go weird, you have to like look at it. So. I was wondering if you had any information of things I need to look at and, you know. Um, you know, the thing that I'm getting with you, first of all, let me say this to people. I'm an optimistic reader, but I'm not a blow-the-smoke-up-the-butt reader. What that right. means, <laughs> I love it. They gave that to me one day. I was like, I like that. The reason why I say that is because I always want to see the fullest expression of the person when I'm reading them. You know, I'm not an, uh, I want you to, to really tap into that part of your soul. I really feel like what's going on, I'm not very good with animal communication. I've studied it. Sometimes it comes through. I just love animals too much. That is, it's, mm-hmm. a block for, it's a block for me a little bit. But I feel like what's happening to you is your, um, your cat doesn't have leukemia or cancer, does it? She has cancer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens with pets, but they're just talking about that. I really feel like uh, what's happening, well, I'm getting a lot of information with you. What, what's happening for you is that you're just being asked to, uh, it's good that you stop and you consciously say, okay, what's going on? Why is all this stuff going out of balance to me? What is going on? And I do feel like you're supposed to change things in your life because they have not been going well. It feels to me like the past two or three years have been a little bumpy. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I also feel like relationship-wise, are you married? You're married, aren't you? you with somebody? No. No. My cat. <laughs> Your cat. They're showing me. So this is this is misinformation for me, but I give it to you anyway because okay. it'll make sense for down the line possibly. They're showing me you bet in bed with someone and your bed is extremely uneven. And I've never seen oh, that symbol. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, so I, what that means I, we yeah. we need to fill that spot up, not with your right. cat. Okay. Right. All I want to say to you, Joan, is that I really feel like you're going into a higher learning. You're going into a higher capacity of yourself. So although it may, when we, whenever we're changing out of habits or we're changing out of things, it gets very uncomfortable around us. But I do feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of shifts and turns that are going to happen for you. And the way that you are with animals is something not to ignore. I don't feel like you're supposed to necessarily work with animals, but there is definitely a capacity of possible communication yourself with animals or just an, an energy type of uh, with animals, an empathic type of energy with animals. But they're for highlighting relationship more than anything with you. It's like they're bringing in a guy, and I keep getting the name Anthony, but I don't know if that's going to be his name. So if you meet a guy named John and you fall in love, don't say, wait, I have to wait for Anthony. But I, <laughs> I, I, keep, I, I, I keep getting that feeling. But what they're asking me to ask you is that if that person showed up at your door right now, would you be willing to invite them into your house? Do you feel like your house is an invitation? Are you comfortable enough in your surroundings to invite somebody in? Um, yes and no. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's things I want to put in place before I go the next step in terms of having a relationship right now. So, so do, me a, you know, do me a favor and start putting those things in place now. But mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, just know that the universe knows or whoever you believe in won't, won't set up the situation until you feel safe. Right. But I almost want you to start walking towards that road now because I feel like that, I know that there's other things going on in your life. I know it, and relationship probably was not the first thing on your mind. It doesn't matter. I have no choice what they say and what they talk about because I give it to them. Right. They want you to look at that because there's something about evolving yourself and healing yourself through just working towards it. It doesn't mean it has to happen tomorrow, but there's something in the message of that. Because you are, are you at a balance with work too? Is work not going well? You don't like work. Um. I'm not totally happy with work, yeah. and I, that's a big question in my mind, like, what am I doing? And, um, you know, and have you ever like wanted to work with animals at all? Um, uh, I love animals. I really love animals, but not that necessarily do work with animals. Okay. Um, okay. With you, what I'm getting, believe it or not, it does come up with me, you know, I, I getting energy healing with you. I just want you mm-hmm. to look into it. I don't know that you would have the... I, I feel like you would be one of those... You're almost like Teresa Caputo, like really like smart and sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, <laughs> I just want you to look at that. But I do feel like a change in work, but I'm not clearly seeing what it is. I'm being honest with you. But I do feel that what I want you to do, I'm going to give this to everybody on the call. There's a thing called a souls list that my guides gave me, and I want you to write down 20 to 25 things that feed your soul. It's stuff that you already do, and it's stuff that you want to do. 
So, and mm-hmm. then each day you pull one of those things off the list and say it says go to Paris. And you're like, can't go to Paris today, but I'm going to just look up on the Internet with Paris, going to Paris. And then if mm-hmm. it doesn't resonate or make your soul happy, then you get rid of it. I want yeah. you to do, when I did this, I had to do three a day, and my whole life changed. And I feel like you're in a complete transition. Your job is going to change by next June, and something mm-hmm. may shift and show itself in October. And it's not something you're expecting. Okay. Because right, I, I know actually, I, call- I have to tell you that I do Reiki on the side. I do energy right. work now, but I don't do it full time because I need well, to make a living. Well, I'm going to tell so. you why you don't do it full time. You ready? Wow. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you need you need to use communication as well. It's not, and I know you do, but I want you to, that's why they want you to play with the cards. That's why the cards came up first. Yeah. They want you to start relying more on your intuition and on the messages that come through. And right. I know that you do that. I know you don't hold back, but they want you to be even freer with it. Because I feel like you can be a reader if you choose to be. <clears throat> yeah. Um, right. It's funny, I have to a long time ago, I, I, I had somebody ask me if I ever once thought about being channel when I was 25. And, I, you know, it was something that kind of started me on my spiritual path, but it was, um, at the time, it was like, okay, I have a lot of stuff to work on before okay. that well, happens. Okay, on that because Mari's given me the, the, the little okay. feeling of we got to move on. I'm so sorry, Joan. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, yeah, sweetie. Bye. I heard the clearing of the throat. <laughs> no, no, no. I really literally had something in my throat. that had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's true because I can go on and on, and we have a lot of people that want to get through, and we're running close on time. So thank you, Joan, for being open, sweetie. You, good luck Joan. with everything. <laughs> Thanks, Joan. Okay. Wow, that was a really good one. Um, okay. I think I see... Valerie from New Hampshire, I think that is. Hi, Valerie. How are you tonight? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Hi, Valerie. Hi. I have to say, I've heard you. I've just heard you given readings. You are amazing. I, I am a reader myself. I have put it down for quite a while now. But in all my years, I have... Looked and looked and looked. I've read with some of the best-known people in the country, and no one can seem to peg me just right. And it's been very frustrating, I'll be honest with you. So you sound amazing. Yeah, but you just built me up. Now I'm going to just, like, dive down. I was going to say, I'm not trying to put any pressure on you, but I've been looking forever just to find one person who can actually pick up. You know what they're showing me Right away with you, Valerie. Um, first of all, I don't want you putting down, but I don't know if you've ever thought of teaching classes or teaching workshops, but they're showing me that right away, and I don't know if that interests you. And the type of mm-hmm. workshops and classes I teach are, it's not only about developing your psychic ability, it's about developing your life using your psychic ability for, like, the everyday person. And I keep seeing you standing up in front of a classroom, you know, the classroom for the lack of a better word, um, mm-hmm. teaching people how to really go out and motivate, because it's more like you're a motivational speaker. Not, it's, it's not only readings for me with you. So I feel like you're supposed to be doing that. And then they're giving me chills with that, which is confirmation. Then they're giving me a pen to write. And I don't know if you've ever thought of penning a book or a workbook or anything I, yes. like that. Okay. I started and I put it down a long time ago. So I want you to know that I don't want you to sit into regret or anything like that about why you put it down. They're also showing me nature is important for you. So grounding also, because there's, you know, we know as mediums that we have to ground and everything. And are you Catholic or Christian? 
You know, I was raised Catholic, but I kind of strayed from that, and I totally went away from it. And then when I got older, I went back, and then I drifted again because I don't know that the Catholic relation or Catholic religion is so much for me. I'm more spiritual. I believe in God, and I I feel I have a relationship with him, and I I don't need to go to church. But I definitely have a long way to go to better that relationship. Okay. This is what I want to say to you right away, and then I'll let you mm-hmm. ask your question, but I just wanted Thanks. to get that in because you, yeah. you put me on, you know, I had to, like, just get in there. Um, there's keep showing me trees. Trees for me are grounding, but it's also about being nature. I've never, I, I never remember readings, just so people know, but I do remember mm-hmm. new things because they're always teaching me. Your crown chakra is opening up quite a bit, girl, and you better get ready for that, and I'll explain why in a minute. And you better write that book because they're pushing it now, and it's more than one book, honey. There's going to be a few of them, but it's going to facilitate speaking engagements and teachings and things like that, which will be really good for you because it won't be as tapping out as one-on-one readings. But they keep showing me saints around the tree. Now, that's why I asked if you were Catholic, because I've never seen, I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm loosely Catholic, but I believe in everything, you know, I just really put myself out there. But I feel like there's a Christian, it's not so much Christian, it's maybe, like, when I went to a priest when I was becoming a medium and I was all freaked out, and I told him what I did, he said to me, well, that makes perfect sense, because all saints were mediums. Oh. So there's something in there that you have to resolve. Maybe it's an old habit or an old karmic life tie that you're allowed like to do this. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to be out there with your voice. What was your question before I cut you off? Okay. Wow. I'm sorry. I am definitely, wow. Um, okay. My question is, I'm going to go in a different direction about love and a specific person and what you see with that situation. Okay. Do you need a name or do you just want to go? No, no, no. I'm just going to tune into it. I'm getting a headache with you a little bit, um, and that's just sometimes spending too much time thinking. But I know you have really good energy. I can feel that it. it's really good energy. Thank you. I do think But what I see thing. with them, what I do usually do is they show me a relationship. Is there a J name associated with him at all? Uh, exactly, yes. Okay. And is it John? What's his name? Jeffrey. Can you, you probably can't say. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, okay, because I'm seeing Jay. I'm also seeing an S name around him, so I'm just going to tell you that. I'm getting like a Sal or something around him, but I also talked to a spirit named Sal, and he may just be jumping in for the fun of it. He's not allowed to, but he might be. <laughs> what I see is the two of, you, two of you next to each other, but in opposite directions. So what that says to me is that there's definitely an interest, there's definitely an attraction, there's definitely some type of like, it's almost like a karmic tie or something that's happening here, but we're on different courses it's like his focus and he feels a little confused to me and I don't know if there's another situation happening or if he's getting out of a situation or what's going on with him he doesn't feel like a bad guy and he's facing me so I know he's not a bad person you're actually faced away which I would rather see it the other way around because I'm reading you not him but I feel like there's like more that you have to, you, the, both of you were just on these discovery paths of discovering things, like he might be very focused on his career or focused on things, but if you're not getting, you're in communication, correct? Not right now, no. You will be again. But I'm getting November around that, but there's something that happens in September. I'm so going to an event. Uh, see, I live away from there. I'm from there. I moved seven years ago. I'm trying to move back desperately as soon as I can. And I'm going to an event in September um, that I believe he will be at. It's a big event, a fundraiser, but he will not speak to me. Okay, so what I want to say to you is 
you may see him or you may hear about him in that event September. He's going to hear from you. Come November, it may take still two months after that. Come Now, remember, he's got total free will, so I'm reading it as it is now. Mm-hmm. Come November, I feel like there's going to be contact again. Because as much as he won't speak to you again, and I definitely see you both on opposite paths, and I'm going to explain what that means after what you just said, mm-hmm. I do feel that there's still... There's an energetic relationship definitely happening, which is why you're having a hard time cutting cords, and I still feel like he's thinking about you. Now, I don't, I'm not getting what happened between the two of you. I just get like he's confused or he's hurt or he's something. And he's also focused on something else for me. But for you, you're supposed to do a little journeying yourself and learning yourself before this possibly comes back around. Okay. Does that make any sense? It does. It really, really does. I mean, I've known him 15 years, and we've had our shares of our ups and downs, and he is really the true love of my life. And I have his, even though I'm in another state and we don't talk, I have his energy sometimes. It's like it's like me driving in the car, and even though he's, he's not right there, there, it's like he's right there. I'm like, we leave me alone and just go away? Leave, so this you know, is, get out of my this is what I want you to do, because it's not over for me. If you're still in the room, it, the way I see it, it's not over for me. They keep pointing to November, mm-hmm. and I know it's not over. But he's got to do some, like, growing up, some, like, really working on himself in a way. Mm-hmm. But you but you also have to, like, there's something about him not being fully ready and thinking that they're, I don't know, I don't, doesn't, I don't even see him distracted. There's just something outside that I can't figure out what it is if it's another woman. It sounds very abstract. So instead of me being constantly being abstract about this because I'm not getting a definite in this, what I have to say to you is you have to rewrite the soul's contract. I want you to sit down and have a conversation with him soul to soul. I want you to really ask that his soul come in and your soul talk to him. I want you to tell him deep from your soul what you feel, and I want you to hear his soul respond. Then I literally want you to imagine or write up, see the contract that the two of you had, get mm-hmm. rid of it, and rewrite a new one. Okay. And that allows you to put it in a different container. This, to me, is not over yet, but he he definitely is focused on something else, and I can't figure out what it is. Do you know what that is? Possibly. It may be there has also been another female he's been kind of back and forth with. And I don't know if they're done. I feel like they are completely done and that she is with somebody else. And I'm not sure, but I think she is. Well, but I feel like it's his confusion with that because I keep seeing somebody to the side of him. And I'm going to agree with you that it's probably over. It's more like, is there something? He's like, is there something else? Am I supposed to be with, you know, her? What am I supposed to do? Talking about you. So just you need to move forward. So see how that pans out, sweetie, but definitely do the work that I suggested. I will. When you say write a contract, do you mean physically write it out or you mean just kind of a soul contract? Like you can you can write it out energetically, whatever you feel is gonna to get to the root of your soul. Okay. The idea is is that for the past fifteen years actually you've been incarnated before with him, like two or three times before. Mm-hmm. And at one of them was a brother relationship, feels like a brother sister relationship. And what they're saying to me is you hold that in a container. We gotta get rid of that container it's been in. And we gotta create a new container. So you literally give that old container up to one of the angels or Aphrodite, whoever you want to give it up to, and you create a new color container around you guys, allowing your highest purposes to come together. That's gonna require a little bit of growth on your part too, but you know we're always growing and you're not shut down to that. Right, absolutely not. I'm not. So yeah, I'm not, not sure. to me. I would tell you if it was over, it's not coming through as over right now. Okay, okay. And real quick, and I know you have to go. Is it possible that when we reconnect, that it could we could go both to marriage have grown up? Yeah, and go forward. Yeah, it is possibility because they said marriage. 
Really? But there's some, yeah, but there's something you have to learn, sweetie. The both of you have to learn. Of course, you're going to say that. I mean, you can listen to this reading. That's going to sound very general. I know what it's like because I get readings. But really, the work there is a little bit of work that you have to do right now. I know that. I know, and I'm working on it. It's been a tough struggle. You are working struggle. on it. You know what, look, when, when Mari started out the reading and then we stopped uh, with blocks, you know, she was talking about blocks and everything, doing the housekeeping part. My biggest thing about blocks is to not focus on the block, to focus on the step away from the block. What's the next indicated step towards the, towards the end goal, the, you know, the better, the light, the bright path? Because the block, whatever emotionally has to be worked out in the block is going to come with you as you change and go to the new. So we don't need to keep focusing on it and knocking it down. We just need to move into the new space. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, right. You have been incredible. You have Thank given you. me some confirmations. You're phenomenal. Thank you and many blessings. Same to you, sweetie. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Sally. You're welcome. Take Thank care. you. Blessings. You too. Take care. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Okay. That was really good, Marilyn. Thanks, Mari. I can probably do about one or two more. That's about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think we're. I've been having the day like you've been talking about, and it's the moon energy, and it has been really interesting. But I'm so thankful for everybody on the phone lines who have been so open with their energy. I just can't thank them enough. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to take one more. We we're already at the end of the show, but we're going to take one more. And this person, I just feel the energy of their loved one coming through so strong. So I can't get off the call unless they get to talk to you. Uh, Corey. And I'm not sure where Corey is from, but hi, Hello. Corey. Are you there? Hi. Yes, I am. Oh, wow. Thank hi. you so much. Hi, Corey. I'm in How Toronto, Canada. Hi, Mari. Hi, Marilyn. Thank you for Hello. this opportunity. You're, You're welcome, welcome, Corey. What's your question? I'm already Corey, crying. do you want to move? <laughs> uh, I didn't. I don't know. I feel like there's a move for you. Ah. Where? I really do. So I'm gonna. I can't tell you how many times I've said to people, "You're moving to the East Coast," and they lived on the West Coast. I'm like, "You're insane!" And then they moved. But there feels like there's a move for you. Um, mm. But it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever wanted to come down to the states, but it's feeling I like have. a little bit. Yeah. So that's where I'm seeing it. But I'm getting a two-year significance around it. And you may start going to the Pacific Northwest first before you land where you're supposed to be. But it feels okay. to me like you're, you, you, you have maybe like another six months, year, two years. I don't want to put time on it because some people, it's mm-hmm. like what Mari and I said in the beginning where we get stuck mm-hmm. on things that psychics say or mediums say, mm-hmm. that know mm-hmm. that you can increase the time. But it really feels to me like your time is almost up where you're at and you're supposed to be, um, there's like a, you're doing whatever you need to do to change, but then you're supposed to come down towards where I am, you know, down to the States. And that's uh-huh. very good to me. Now, do you, I know you probably don't, do you sing at all? I love to sing, but no, I don't sing, I don't. You don't sing professionally. <laughs> I love to love sing to in the sing. car. Yeah. Do me a favor and keep doing that. And when you do it, I want you to visualize a light from your heart to your throat chakra. I want you to be conscious of the songs that you sing. Make them high vibrational songs. You will get a chance to ask your question, but I like this is how I like to work. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, okay. So I just want you to do that because they're getting you very comfortable to be in your voice. And the thing that they also want you to know, it's a clear audience thing. They want you, if you wake up in the morning with songs in your head, look up the lyrics. Look what your guides are trying to tell you. Because I feel like they're trying to point you in directions, but you're not getting the messages. It's almost, mm. And you're not shut down. I don't feel like you're shut down. What I feel like is happening is there's just a few little walls in front of you where you're feeling your way around but not really actually sure where you're going or where you're supposed to end up. I don't want you to mm. worry about the ending up part. Does that resonate with you? 
Yes. I, but lately I'm just like, where am I? What's what's happening? Where am I supposed to be? What right. am I supposed to be doing? And if right. it, I am doing something. So, oh, wow. Um, okay. So singing, I, I love to sing, but I don't have a voice for singing necessarily. No, just I wouldn't for expect enjoying. it professionally. It was coming mm-hmm. through as an energetic gift for you. But I do you love waking up. up lyrics, so that's yeah. interesting. And I have written a song, and I sometimes think of what artist would I love to sing it, so it's kind of interesting. So you can keep doing that, because well, let me tell you something else that's coming through really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, on an, and I, um, When I was channel, I channel, right? So I mm-hmm. record everything that I channel, and automatic writing is another way of channeling. When I was doing it, my guides, and it was, you know, I was getting into that skeptical head, my guides said, write poetry. Let us just write poetry through you. So I would implore, I would ask you to do that a bit. Write some more songs, whether they're going to go anywhere or not. Remember I said don't worry about the end mm-hmm, results mm-hmm. because they want the information to come through you. The other thing they said to me uh, that I want to say to you, that there's a stepping into power for you, and mm-hmm. they're reminding me about I only share my own life when it's pertinent. You know, as strong as I sound, uh, this past few days I was challenged with something where I really had to stand in my self-worth and my power. And mm-hmm. I feel like you're coming up to that, like you're in it, and you're coming up to it even more in the next three mm-hmm. months. <laughs> and a lot of yes, it is I've communication with you. Communication mm-hmm. is so strong for you. Mm-hmm. So strong. Have you wanted your own business? Do you have your own business? Um, well, my own business, I'm, I am a reader. So Yeah, that's what I thought. Let me say something else real quick. I'm sorry. I just mm-hmm. don't let people speak. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um I feel I do keep getting Pacific Northwest for some reason. This is going to sound crazy. I don't care if it sounds crazy. I just got to give it to you. I mm-hmm. see you having a store, whether it's a bread and, back, bread and breakfast or it's a retreat place or it's a, um, a mystical bookstore where you give readings. But I feel like it's a place where people come, and it feels very like, like we have a place, Ojai, here, which really doesn't speak to me. I think everybody's stoned there, but they say it's on a vortex. <laughs> but it's like coming into a place of very uh, healing energy. And I feel like you're like you've got leadership qualities in that avenue where you're um and I'm getting chills with this where you're setting up a shop where people you're not only having yourself there, you're doing like what Mari does, brings these amazing you know, I'm not putting myself in that, but she mm-hmm. I know she has on these shows, really good mm-hmm. people in this place to be seen. Okay, now mm-hmm. I ask your question. Well, um I was coming today because um my dad passed on February eleventh and he was my favorite person on earth. I spoke to him almost every day for the last three years, okay. and I didn't get to see him much seven weeks before he passed, and I'm just missing him like crazy. I talk to him all the time. I know he's can around I, me. I can even tune in a little bit about myself, but I just saw that you were a medium, and I just wanted to see if you could connect me with him further. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Does he? Did he ever sing to you when you were growing up, or was there any kind of song, or did he no. love music? So no, really, not particularly. No, that's that's uh, fair. I guess fine. I do want you to pay attention to the music because I feel like there's mm-hmm. there, his message may be coming through in music. So okay. I just want you to do that. Now I want to see if I can get anything else with it. And is there any L name around him at all? L. Um. Not that I can think of. And it's male. It feels like a Lewis or something like that, so I'm just a Larry. I'm just going to give it to you just to yeah, find out. Yeah, it could be think. one of his relatives that I don't okay. know of Okay, and did he well have any kind of knee problems at the end? Walking problems or knee problems? Walking, walking problems. Okay. Walking problems. And did he Huge give you, you a gold problems. piece of uh, jewelry of his or yours that he gave you? Is there, why is he showing me a gold? 
It's not gold. He did give me some ear. He gave me some pearl earrings, and okay. um, he didn't give me gold. No. Okay, he's showing me a gold, and this is. I'm going to explain this a second. He's showing mm-hmm. me like a gold round disc thing. Does anybody have like a pocket watch of his or anything like that? Well, I got. I did get his watch. I was given his watch after he passed. The, the watch he was wearing when he died. Okay. It's not gold, but that's okay. It, he keeps showing me like a watch. He was showing me gold, sweetie. But he was showing. Me, is there anything inscribed on that? No. Okay, so just hold that. Now, let me ask you another, because if he can't confirm himself, then I can't go further with the messages. Um, okay. And this is an in-and-out confirmation for me. Um, mm-hmm. Was he buried? Yes. Okay, because um, he's showing me. Okay. And did you bury anything with him in the coffin? Yes. I did. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and don't heart. And I actually okay. had them put up right on his heart and have it be put there in a way that it wouldn't move. So I really feel like he's showing me that so that, like, I feel like this is the thing I have to say to you because I've never seen this before. A piece of you, and you said it too, went with him when he went. Yeah. I didn't say and, it, but that's how I feel. Well, you kind of did in the way you, It doesn't matter. That's the way he's showing it to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's almost showing me like you went into the grave with him. Forgive me for saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And It's true. He doesn't... He doesn't want that because what he's showing me, he's showing me you as a little girl. He's not showing me you, you older. <laughs> and, so I guess that makes sense. And That's I feel so like perfect. He, yeah, and I feel like he's just holding you and talking to you. And I don't know that you would ever wear pigtails. We all wear pigtails when we were younger. Did you have pigtails or why? Is, do you have a picture of you and your dad with you in pigtails by any chance? No, but maybe in a ponytail. Okay, it could be. I'm not sure. I won't stretch or reach. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to let that go. But he keeps mm-hmm. showing me as you, you're still his little girl is what it is. Yeah, I know. But what he wants is for you to, you didn't die. So step yeah, out of the coffin. Right. And he said that he is always, he is always with you. I feel like you can smell him sometimes. Have you ever smelled him? No, I, I guess I kind of feel him more. And the other day I actually heard him in my head. Okay. Pay attention to smells because what I ask my mm-hmm. spirits to do is to give things in readings that mm-hmm. uh, will help you say, oh, my goodness, she said that and it's happening, not making it happen. But he's showing mm-hmm. me you cooking or something, and I feel like there's going to be a smell, not the smell from the food, but a smell from him. That could be more my mother. I feel like it's him. Because I always think of my mother in the kitchen. Okay, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's all. So it's okay. So you know what I said before when I said I love what I love about readings and what comes in after. So yes. just do that for me. But what I really want more than anything for you is he's showing me you taking stairs up. So uh-huh. you really have to know that he is around you, that you're still his little girl. You're always going to be his little girl. Um, mm-hmm. And that you need to continue on with your life. And he's, he's I don't know that he called you this on the earth plane, but he's saying you're his shining star. So you're definitely <laughs> like a shining star for him. Yeah. Thank you. Can I um, just ask one thing? Sure. Um, I didn't get to spend a lot of time before he passed. I, nobody was with him when he passed. I, I just want to know how he feels about that. I have to tell you it doesn't matter for me and for him. Okay. Because to me, what this man is letting me know, he's not speaking to me. He's sh- all he's showing to me, you, as a little girl. That's all he keeps showing me. And he keeps showing me, like, you with him. Mm-hmm. And... What, so whatever established that bond when you were younger with him mm-hmm. went until his adult life, whether you were there physically or not. 
Mm-hmm. So to True. me, it doesn't. He doesn't feel like you weren't there. He knows energetically that you loved him and that you were always there. Thank you for that. Thank you. So there's no forgiveness that's needed here. You just need mm-hmm. to know. And I don't feel like he. I feel like he died peacefully. I don't know if he died sitting in a chair or something, but I feel like he died peacefully. Did he die peacefully? I don't know. I don't know because nobody was there, and then when people got there, he he had died. So I don't. I th- well, you know if he was in a chair. They said there was some respiratory that? distress. He was in his bed, yeah. but he was he's, fully clothed. He was sleep. Well, he shows me sitting up a bit, so I don't know if he was like where. How, I'm not going to. Maybe they had him perched up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right, but I'm telling you, he felt he was sleeping. He was sleeping. I'm telling you. What? <laughs> okay. What did you say? No, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. No, but I, you yeah. actually heard me say something because actually his wife told me he was sleeping, Corey. He was sleeping. Yes, and he's telling me too. And you see how strong I get about certain things? Like you said, um, uh, the kitchen. I said, nope, nope, that's him. And then the sleeping. I'm like, nope, nope. And then you'll listen back to the recording. You'll see certain things. And I'm like, eh, I'm not sure if I can take that. Because you'll notice <laughs> the things that they want to get through and the things they're like, nope, that's not a yes. But he's mm-hmm. definitely telling me that this is a peaceful passing. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, that helps me a lot. And I don't know if there was yeah. a stroke or something. I know they said respiratory, but it, I feel like if he had gotten out of it, he would have not been able to live a very full life, and he's glad that it didn't go that way. Well, he he wasn't living a full life at all. Right. So he's yeah. glad. It would have no, been No, he got worse. into a home and said, I, uh, it's unle- this is it. So, yeah. And he left within a week. Yeah. So he did it exactly mm-hmm. how he wanted to. So he said, why can't you be how you want to be? Realize oh. he did it exactly how he wanted it to be. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Now we're back okay. before he died. I get it. Thank you so much, both of you. You're welcome, sweetie. Thank uh, you. Corey, perfect. Corey, I just before, Corey, before you go, uh, there was something that was coming through when I was looking at the boards, and we have a lot of people on the lines, um, and I saw your name, and I heard your dad say. Uh, I just wanted to contribute this because I didn't want to let you go. Until oh, I please do, Mari. If you don't mind, Marilyn. Oh, um, no, I have prefer it. Please. I feel like two mediums. Go ahead. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, he said, please let my daughter, please let me speak to my daughter. And so that's why, because we're over 17 minutes over the end of the show. And he said, <laughs> I said, okay, I won't let her go until I choose you. And then he said he wants you to know this is these lyrics to a song. And the song is, the best is yet to come, baby. It will be fine. <laughs> and that Frank Sinatra song, he's asking just go on, you know, whether it's YouTube or iTunes, and just mm-hmm. listen to that song because that song is for you. That's what he wants you to know. Uh, thank you. Thank you, And I'm so getting much. goosebumps, like, all over my face. Me, and too. All over my arms. <laughs> and he, so he is very persuasive like, as, and demanding, so we got through. Yeah, so he, he wanted to make sure that, you know, everything Marilyn was saying was just, I was getting goosebumps all over, and he just kept saying, please don't let her go until you tell her the lyrics. He kept singing the song louder and louder and louder and louder through everything Marilyn was saying. So I was like, before I let you hang up, I have to say this, and I apologize, Marilyn, because I certainly I try to respect every reader on my thing and not jump in, but that was like he was just begging me to say, please, just you know, please take my daughter and please tell her this last thing. So, you know, thank yeah, you. No, and I'm waiting for this for six months. Thank you. Double trouble. You have double trouble for Mari and Marilyn. Yeah, and, and I'm glad. That, yeah, <laughs> so and grateful. look at him. 
you know what he did? He made us both speak to you. He was like, that's it. They're both yep. talking. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so okay. much. I'm so grateful. Okay. God bless. Oh, God bless you, too. Take care now. Thank Have you. a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you. And Mari, I never get upset over that stuff because those messages, I love getting together with other mediums and adding onto the readings. I think it's phenomenal. So thank you for that. Oh, awesome. Well, no worries. I, I just, that was the one, when they come through that strong, it's like, oh my goodness, you know. So so I'm glad we could double, uh, we could team up with that one. That was really, really good. That was. I, I just kept hearing Frank Sinatra louder and louder. <laughs> Okay. And I'm so glad because I kept hearing the songs. He kept talking to yeah, singing to her, and I didn't know what he was singing to her. Yeah, and, and and I'm hearing the lyrics, and you're saying song, and I'm like, I think I know the song you're talking about because it's like huge in my head right now. Um, I just want to say thank you. And how do people get in touch with you? Because I can just, I just know that there's going to be a ton of them wanting to get a reading with you. How? Uh, what, what's your site, and uh, how do they get that with you? Um, so my site is marilynaloria.com, and it's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N. Well, it's on your thing, A-L-A-U-R-I-A, marilynaloria.com. And um, they can go through there. I do have an assistant because I don't want to know anything about the people that book with me. Um, I'm very strict about how I work, so she books everything for me. And I also um, am very interactive on Facebook. I don't do readings on my Facebook page, but what I do do is if, like, we're discussing something and you get a symbol of something, I do add on to your meaning or add on to things that you're getting. And you'll see that I'm very interactive on that page and I really try to help people um, get through stuff. So that's the best way to get in touch with me. Is And email is usually better with my assistant than voicemail. I, I checked my voicemail the other day and it was like 10 messages. And I'm like, Janet, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, email is definitely better. And that's info at marilynaloria.com. So... And uh, thank you. And I'm going to probably be doing, um, well, there's just a lot going on, so you can just look at my website and just check it out. And Mari, thank you so much for share, having such an incredible space for me to work in and supporting oh, me and holding me up in that space. I just can't thank you enough for that. I mean, you know and you know other mediums, and um, sometimes that's not always the case. And I just want to thank you so much for the the love energy you gave to me during these readings. So thank you. Well, I thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're in a really busy phase of, of everything going on, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. And we'll have to have you, definitely have you back. Um, I just want to say thank you for for being you and for the generosity and uh, and also your integrity. You're very, very. I call them clean readers. You know, very, very clean and genuine and from the heart, which is what I, the way I started the show. So that's the way I'll end the show. Thanks for your heart, your big heart. Um, so everybody, I think that is it for tonight. I am so happy that you've joined us tonight and uh, lots of stuff coming up. Enjoy the full moon energy. And I'm going to say what I say at the end of every show, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, Anything is possible. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc 
and Twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments. We can't wait to see you there.